This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello everyone and welcome to a special Friday morning episode of Finsider Radio right here on the Finsider, part of the SB Nation Network. And I am your host, Josh Houts. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. And I am going to be joined by my trusty co-host, the man, the myth, the legend, that's right, myself, Josh Houts, is a Han Solo episode of Finsider Radio. We know Aaron Sutton has gone on to greener pastures. He has taken on a bigger role at Pro Football Network. And he is doing the Lord's work, taking care of his 15 children. That's right, he has more children than Philip Rivers and Antonio Cromartie combined. So, tip of a hat to Aaron Sutton. Matthew Kanata is doing some behind-the-scenes, you know, pulling of strings down there in Miami, Florida. Trying to get Pro Football Network on the map. And if you have been following Pro Football Network, what they have been doing over the last several weeks is absolutely astonishing. And today they dropped an absolute bombshell regarding Tom Brady and the Miami Dolphins. We will get into that later. We're going to talk about Tuatonga Vailoa, who has been making his rounds doing radio interviews. You know, he's been talking a lot about the Miami Dolphins. His family has been talking a lot about the Miami Dolphins, so we're going to get on into that. And we're also going to talk about this little football game that's about to be played on Sunday. But first, we must address the elephant in the room, and that is Zach Thomas has the chance to be inducted or, you know, announced as a Pro Football Hall of Fame individual this Saturday. And, you know, he's currently a finalist. This was the first time he has ever made it to this stage. Before I came on the air, I was told by a Finns fan in Tennessee, is that his name's Jeff. He does some writing, a very good guy. He said he reached out to Jason Cole, and he was, you know, Jason, what are the odds that Zach Thomas is going to be inducted his first time as a finalist? And Jason Cole was honest, and he said it's about a 30% chance, which is very good for a first-timer. But Dolphin fans, we need to sit here and prepare for what happens if some of these other guys get in again over Zach Thomas. And I'm going to be the first one to say it. I'm not the first one to say it. I think all Dolphin fans can agree. Zach Thomas is a better linebacker than Brian Urlacher. We see the image that goes around their year at this time. You know, Young Mayo, I believe, made it on Twitter. Uh, it's an awesome, awesome image. But he, he just said it goes around every year at this exact time comparing their stats and they're almost equivalent, but Zach Thomas has the edge in just about everything. Zach Thomas deserves to be there. 
I think if the Miami Dolphins did more with him, you know, maybe he did more in that one year with Dallas, which nobody cares about. It's it's like when Jimmy Johnson went to the Dolphins, Jimmy Johnson's also being inducted into the Hall of Fame. But no one's looking at Jimmy Johnson saying, okay, here is a Dolphins head coach making into the Hall of Fame. Jimmy Johnson kind of sucked here. You know, he drafted good defensive players. We, we mentioned Zach Thomas, Jason Taylor, Patrick Sertan, Sammy Madison. But aside from that, he was pretty awful. He ended up handing over the reins to, da- to Dave Wanstead, which, you know, he made the trade for Ricky Williams. We all know how this played out. The Dolphins have not had any success. Jimmy Johnson has played a huge role in, you know, pushing Dan Marino out the door. But Jimmy Johnson, congratulations on making it into the Hall of Fame. But you were definitely not there because of what you do with the Miami Dolphins. You were there strictly because of what you did with the Dallas Cowboys. And that's exactly what's going to happen if and when. And, I mean, I say if because I just said what Jason Cole mentioned. And Jason Cole followed the Dolphins for many years. You know, he's very in the know. He has a Hall of Fame vote. So, I mean, you can't just sit here and discount what he's saying. But at some point, Zach Thomas is going to make it into the Hall of Fame, and rightfully so. Started 182 out of 184 games, 17 interceptions, 4 touchdowns. I'm going down the list of his statistics. 20 and a half sacks, 1,734 combined tackles, 1,107 total tackles, and 74 tackles for loss. And I know you can sit here and say, you know, stats don't tell the whole story. But Zach Thomas was an elite linebacker. He absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. And I think we're all just praying that his name is called on Saturday because we are sick and tired of waiting for Zach Thomas to be given his due. Again, one of the best linebackers in the history of the NFL. So I'm sitting here, my my hands are crossed like Tim Tebow. Uh, You know, I'm sitting here praying that Zach Thomas' name is announced on Saturday and he will finally and rightfully so be inducted into the Hall of Fame. This is Advertiser Content, brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy, here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight we'll break down... We break down who will be cutting... Cut! What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys! It's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snack-It. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. With that said, let's just transition right into the the hands being... We see to his, we see to his celebration. You know, he's a very big man of faith. He, he does the pray. You know, he's got... A cross now on his left arm, the left arm of God. If Dan Marino was the right arm of God, we're going to start calling two of the left arm of God. But Tua Tungvaluwa dropped a bunch of bunch of information today, and I mean, his parents were talking about Miami. His his agent was talking about Miami. I mean, he's posting pictures on Instagram that that people are tweeting him with with pictures of him, and you know they say future Miami Dolphins quarterback. He's reposting them to his story on Instagram, and it's crazy to sit here and talk about. Because this reminds you of an Eli Manning type situation, a John Elway type situation. No, he's not going out there and publicly saying, look, 
I have absolutely no freaking interest in playing for any other team than the Miami Dolphins. But they are absolutely out there, you know, connecting, uh, dropping these subtle hints. I mean, Tua has said that he loves Miami. His parents today said that he loves Miami. They were on a radio show. And Tua, and this came from Andy Slater, said Tua wants to get drafted by the Dolphins, question mark, early Thursday on radio. Fox Sports 640 producer S. Diener told Tua's dad he hopes his son gets taken by Miami. Tua's father said, so do we. So let's go back a little bit further. Earlier today, he did an interview with USA Today Sports. And he was shown the video of Dan Marino. And anyone that saw that video, I think it happened two days ago, Dan Marino came straight out. And he was gushing over Tua Tungavailoa. But he came straight out and said, Tua Tungavailoa is a better college quarterback than I ever was. And just let that sit, sink in for a little bit. I mean, I know that the, the fans on the Finn side are... It's a civil war in those comment sections. You know, we have to sit here and we need to talk about Tua Tungvaluwa because each passing day, it seems like more and more that he is going to be the future quarterback of the Miami Dolphins. And people need to start understanding that if he was healthy, he would be every bit as good, if not better, than Joe Burrow. He was every bit as good, if not better, than Joe Burrow. And that's just the truth. Joe Burrow had the best season of a college player ever. But before this, people had to look up Joe Burrow's name. They didn't have to do that with Tua. Tua, 75% with a banged-up ankle. And yes, quarterbacks don't go head-to-head, and we talked about this in last week's show. Tua looked light years better than Joe Burrow. He has better arm strength. He has a better feel for the pocket. You you know, he has better mechanics. He, He does just about everything better, and it all comes back to his health. So he was shown this video, Dan Marino praising him, saying, you know, he was a better college player than I ever was. Tua said this, and I'm going to sum it up pretty quickly because I'm going to be honest. I was sitting there on the, on the sofa watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse when I was sitting here transcribing this interview. So I ran out of characters. I wasn't able to keep typing. So, I mean, this is not verbatim, but it's pretty damn close. And he said, it means the world to me. I mean, when someone of Dan Marino's stature to say something like that about me, it's flattering. I haven't done anything yet in the NFL, but if you're listening, Dan, thank you. These guys already have a respect for one another, and I cannot wait. Saturday, Stephen Ross is going to get given an award by Lee Steinberg to his agent. And just let this sit in. He is being honored by Tua's agent at his Super Bowl party, where Tua Tomavaloa is going to be. And I'm not going to sit here and get the Dolphins in trouble, seeing that there, you know, there's any sort of uh, tampering. But we all saw the picture of them at the Citrus Bowl. Yes, Stephen Ross is a huge, huge supporter of the Michigan Wolverines, but we all saw those pictures of Chris Greer of Tom Garfinkel, of Stephen Ross on the Alabama sideline with Tua in the background on his crutch. There is no doubt in my mind that that right there, along with the medicals, the medical information he got when he went to New York, there is no doubt in my mind that that swayed Tua Tungvaluwa, who has been in every interview saying he was this close, so close to going back to the to, to college, going back to play with Nick Saban. But he chose not to. So you cannot tell me that these guys do not already know. And they keep continuing to say, you know, Chris Greer said it. We have not met with Tua. You know, we don't know his medicals. We have not met with his agent. His agent, Tua, has also said the exact same thing. But the writing is on the wall, folks. If the Dolphins want Tua Tungvaluwa, they're going to trade up to three. And that brings us to another thing, you know. Amando Salguera of the Miami Herald wrote an article, just like all the beat writers did, about this whole Tua Tungvaluwa, Tua mania, as Joe Schott called it. But Armando wrote this, and it said, 
Shout out to Simon Clancy for bringing this to my attention. Sources close to the tongue of Iloa say the Alabama quarterback would love for the Dolphins to trade up to number three to select him. Those same sources say they don't love the idea of Detroit actually picking Tua because of the arc of that team's current coaching situation. The Lions will be playing their third season under Matt Patricia in 2020. He has 9-22 and 22 record his first two seasons, and the Tongue of Ilos are concerned another poor season could force the Lions to fire Patricia, putting the quarterback in the uncertain 2021 situation of being a draft pick the new coach didn't make. And this, the Tongue of Ilos would love to come to the Dolphins. Again, that was from Armando Selgare of the Miami Herald. Again, shout out to Simon Clancy for bringing that to my attention. And then from a Barry Jackson article later in the day. This was a straight quote from Tua Tonevaloa. I can't promise anyone anything because I don't know if I'm even going to get picked by the Dolphins. People love to trade up. They can trade up to two or three. The Dolphins could trade down for all we know. If I have the opportunity, I would be honored and privileged to play for the Dolphins. Like Lamar Jackson said, you guys would get a Super Bowl out of me. Like Lamar Jackson said, you guys would get a Super Bowl out of me. And I'm sitting here getting goosebumps just repeating that line in my head. Guys, Tua Tungvaloa has all the talent in the world. I said it earlier. If he wasn't hurt, he would be up there with Joe Burrow. Again, Joe Burrow had an insane season. No one can ever take that away from him. But from a pure talent standpoint... A healthy Tua Tungavailoa is, in my opinion, significantly better than Joe Burrow, as crazy as that sounds. So maybe, just when has the Dolphins ever had this opportunity to get a quarterback as good as Tua? Again, if his medicals check out, when did they ever have an opportunity to get a quarterback as good as Tua? And when did they ever have an opportunity to get a player that is this adamant about joining the Miami Dolphins? Again, his dad, his family, the Tongue of Ilois have said they absolutely love Miami. You know, he, he's being seen around town, what was it, two weeks ago, wearing dolphin color shoes. The writing is on the wall, and everyone can sit here and fight it and say, oh, I don't want to trade assets. They have too many holes. Guys, they have $120 million. Guys, they have $120 million in cap space. They can't draft offensive linemen worth a damn. The receivers are great. Running backs are a dime a dozen. The secondary, Josh Boyer turned a bunch of no-name car salesmen into pretty good corners. We don't know what's going to happen to Xavier Howard. We don't know what's going to happen to Rashad Jones. Bobby McCain should get moved back to the slot because he was pretty bad at safety. Eric Rowe is a cheaper, better version of Minka Fitzpatrick, at least from what Minka has done in Miami. Guys, I'm not worried about the offensive line. They have all the money in the world to get an offensive line. I'm not worried about a pass rusher. Because, again, they have 12 draft picks, and that number could go up. I'm still uncertain on where, where, where that number's at. But the Dolphins have all the ammunition in the world to trade up and get Tua Tungavaloa. Guaranteed that they can get Tua Tungavaloa, the quarterback, that everyone at the beginning of the year said this team had to go winless to draft. They now have an opportunity because of a fluke Season-ending hip injury. And we can sit here and say he's injury-prone, and that was probably one of the best quotes of the day. He was talking to, I believe, it was Mike Florio. And they said, what would you tell teams that say that you have injury concerns, that, that are worried about your injury history? Tua said, and I quote, I wasn't bionic then, but I'm bionic now. How awesome is that? This dude is RoboCop. Yes, you can be worried about the injuries. There's no quarterback that was going to survive a 300-pound lineman coming down on his hip. And whoever's fault that was, whether it be Tua or Nick Saban, 
we've heard in the in the interviews, Tua said he learned from his mistakes. So I'm just gonna let it at that, guys. You can sit here and fight it all you want, but when he's retweeting or or whatever it is to Instagram, reposting pictures of radio hosts saying this is the future quarterback of the Miami Dolphins, when he's putting that out there into the world. It's time to just sit back and relax and just enjoy this because if the Dolphins get to a ton of Iloa, he is exactly what this franchise needs. The last thing I'm going to say, and then we're going to move on to the Pro Football Network news about Tom Brady. But Lee Steinberg, to his agent, was on 97.3 ESPN. And he said this about that he was asked whether or not they want Tua to be the number one draft pick in the 2020 NFL draft. And he said this, you want to make sure that your client ends up with a good organization. I'm hoping since he falls in love with Joe Burrow. And Lee Steinberg later retracted that. He let, he said it was a, a joke. Guys, no one wants to go to Cincinnati. You can sit here and make fun of Adam Gase all you want, but Zach Taylor is trash. And, you know, they, they lucked in. They, they yeah, Honestly, if the reports were true that the Miami Dolphins were being investigated for what they did or for their tank, in quotations, then the league needs to do something about the Cincinnati Bengals because there's no doubt in anyone's mind when they started Ryan Finley, you know, when they continued to – to mishandle this whole A.J. Green situation, who by a lot of accounts, you know, he could practice pretty well throughout the year. You know, he was ready to go, and then he just automatically winds up on IR. They knew what they were doing. They did exactly what they had to do to acquire that number one pick, and, and hats off to them. But the Dolphins now have an opportunity to get to a tongue of Iloa. And again, when he's healthy, he's every bit as good as Joe Burrow. And I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of sitting here just waiting for the perfect quarterback to fall into our hands. They had a chance at Matt Ryan, and... uh all due respect to Matt Ryan, he was not the prospect that Tua Tagovailoa is. You know, Jake Long was a great left tackle, but his his body just crumbled. And maybe that happens to Tua, but there is no team in the league with more resources that can take that risk because the Dolphins trade up and they use what two firsts in the, this year, maybe a first next year, maybe a second, whatever it is. They still got two first round picks. You know, one of those is getting used on Tua Tagovailoa, but they still have another first round pick. And they still have ammunition the next year. And they still have two seconds. And they still have two thirds. And the list goes on and on. I'm not worried about it. They have all the money in the world to spend in free agency. And it's not smart. We've seen in the past the way the Dolphins overspend on players. You know, it never works out. They got to be smart with their money. You know, Kyle Van Noy. You know, Joe Thunny. Guys from New England. You know, maybe a Byron Jones. I, I don't know what they're going to do. And we have plenty of time to talk about that. But the Dolphins have all the ammunition to trade up for Tuatonga Valoa. And continue to build that roster. And I think that's where people seem to get a little bit foggy there. Is they think one has to be, you know, if they trade it for Tua, they can't build this roster. Guys, they're not making 12 draft picks this year. I guarantee it. They are not making 12 draft picks. And I also guarantee it that if Tua Tonovaloa checks out medically, he is going to be their guy. And y'all should just stop just stop fighting it. They're going to trade up for Tua Tonovaloa. And that's that. So let's move on to this huge news from Pro Football Network's Tony Pauline. And anyone that's followed Tony Pauline... I mean, I've been following him for years, and this guy is one of the best in the business. You know, he's a draft scout. But he broke the Laramie Tunsil news that no one wanted to believe. You know, the Laramie Tunsil for Jadavian Clowney trade, no one on Twitter believed it. You know, everyone has sources on Twitter. No one believed it. But Pro Football Network dropped that nugget. And today, Tony Pauline dropped the news that he is hearing two teams are still very much in play for Tom Brady, who I know everyone saw that picture of Tom Brady. I don't know if he's walking onto the field. I don't know if he's walking off to the field. But Tom Brady posted a very cryptic tweet, and I'm, I saw someone, uh, they tagged a picture of Kobe, and uh, shame on me for not mentioning this at the top of the show. Kobe Bryant, you are a living legend. I was not a big basketball fan, but I remember 
very, very, you know, I, re- I remember when you were drafted by Charlotte, that was my team as a kid, what you meant for that sport, what you meant for just the world in general. I've never seen people come together as much as they did for Kobe. So I'm going to take a little bit of a moment of silence here for Kobe Bryant and his, and his daughter, Gigi. I mean, that is a travesty. And everyone else that was involved in that, that is, it is horrific to hear. And just know that our thoughts and prayers are with you and all of your family. Again, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. You meant more to a lot of people than you will ever know. And I know you're up there crossing over my father. You know, you're up there crossing over Jesus himself. You are a living legend. And thoughts and prayers again out to your family. So now we go back to this Tom Brady news. And Tony Pauline said in his mailbag that he's hearing two teams are very much interested. He keeps hearing two teams linked to Tom Brady, and that is the Las Vegas Raiders, because that is weird to say. And the Miami Dolphins. And okay, so we all knew the Miami Dolphins may have interest in Tom Brady. We know they have all the money in the world. We know Tom Brady would probably love to come to Miami and, and stick it to his old team. But the biggest nugget that he dropped, and it is something that he said he has heard of quite a few times. And that is that Tom Brady is eventually going to have an ownership share of the Miami Dolphins. And, and that is just huge because we don't really see it that often with players. But we already know that that Steven Ross has the next owner in waiting. But just to hear that Tom Brady, you know, not only might come to Miami to be a quarterback, and again, if Ryan Fitzpatrick, my biggest issue is this, if Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to play for the Miami Dolphins, 2019 Ryan Fitzpatrick was better than 2019 Tom Brady. And you can sit here and make all the excuses you want in the world. We can sit here and hate on Tom Brady all we want. At some point, he is going to go down as one of, if not the best quarterback in NFL history, and I'm going to stick to my guns and say that that is still Dan Marino. But Tom Brady is one of the all-time greats, and if he wants to come to Miami, if Ryan Fitzpatrick, again, decides to hang up the cleats and go on with his family, welcome Tom Brady with open arms. Let him sit here and, you know, help build, help groom Tua Tungvaluwa, the future of the Miami Dolphins. The biggest thing with Tua or Jordan Love or Justin Herbert or whoever the Miami Dolphins draft is they need to give him time to develop. They they can't rush them out there like a Ryan Tannehill. And you can sit here and say whatever you want about Ryan Tannehill. It took him eight years and real competition before he could ever do anything. And that's it. You you have to develop a player and you have to build everything around them. Ryan Tannehill needed everything built around him. Tua, Tom Brady, Ryan Fitzpatrick, none of those guys can come back this year if they don't build the offensive line, if they don't get a running back. But again, I'm not worried about any of that because they have 12 draft picks. If they trade, if they use some of that to move up, you know they have 10. They have nine draft picks. Okay, great. They have a lot more than most teams. They have $120 million in cap space, which it's still uncertain whether or not this new CBA agreement is going to force them to use a lot of that money this year. But the Dolphins have all the money in the world that they can go out there and they can make some moves and, and they can sign some very good talent to help build the offensive line. They could sign a running back like Melvin Gordon if he's, you know, his value obviously decreased. Maybe they sign a Melvin Gordon. We know we heard rumors from the guys at three yards per carry about Melvin Gordon. So there's plenty of options there, but you cannot bring in a Tuatonovalo. You can definitely not bring in old Tom Brady. And again, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the way he manipulated that pocket, I mean, the way he moved around and, and did things behind one of the worst, if not the worst, offensive line of football was so impressive. But if he's ready to hang up his cleats and Tom Brady is the guy, if Tom Brady truly is eventually going to buy ownership share in the Miami Dolphins like Tony Paulina is reporting, I mean, you have to just 
you, you got to just deal with it. I mean, I make jokes about Bob Greasy all the time. Guys, if Tom Brady, for some reason, comes to the Miami Dolphins, I, I, I know a lot of you, the 72 season is very sentimental. I know you grew up around that team, and that's why you guys love the Dolphins. That's not me. I'm a Dan Marino guy. I'm an early 90s guy. That's why I love the Miami Dolphins. If Tom Brady, and guys, please don't get mad at me. If Tom Brady comes to the Miami Dolphins, he should get Bob Greasy's number 12. Give Bob, Bob Greasy should just come out and openly just hand it to him. Because we can sit here and make jokes about whether or not Tua Tomovailoa deserves Dan Marino's number 13, and I don't think he does. But if you ask me if Tom Brady deserves Bob Greasy's number 12, absolutely. I don't know if that's something Tom Brady would want. That is something that we will worry about when the time comes. But Tom Brady, again, the Dolphins apparently are very, very much in play for him, according to Tony Pauline. And he, at some point, he might have an ownership share of our Miami Dolphins. People make jokes how he owned the Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins have given him the toughest matchup in his entire career. So all jokes aside, I mean, he's coming to the dark side. He's going to join the side that he just could not overcome. You know, if you can't beat him, join him, Tom Brady. I would hate to see you in Miami, but if Ryan Fitzpatrick decides to hang up the cleats, if we need someone to sit here and groom Tua Tungavailoa, what better quarterback than Tom freaking Brady? We talked about Tua. We talked about Tom Brady. We talked about Zach Thomas. The last thing we got to talk about is the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers. And the biggest thing about this game is there are so many Miami Dolphin players in it. We know Raheem Mostert was cut in 2015 by the Miami Dolphins. He had four touchdowns last week. And you can sit here and we can all just complain, you know, like Eagles fans did because Chip Kelly cut him because he looked good in preseason. The other seven teams that he has hanging in his locker room. Guys, Raheem Mostert wasn't much of anything. You know, they, they signed Tevin Coleman. Uh, there was someone else in there, Drick McKinnon, that they signed at one point. You know, they've signed a lot of running backs, and he just kind of worked his way to the top, and that's a tip of the hat to Kyle Shanahan. But we got we got Kansas City, we got Raheem Mostert. You look at the Kansas City Chiefs, we got Damian Williams, we got Chad Henney, we got Matt Moore. There's a lot of Miami Dolphins, former Miami Dolphins in this game, and I'm just hoping for a very good game because that's all you ever want to see from a Super Bowl, especially one that the Miami Dolphins aren't in. We know it's going to be the most beautiful stadium that a Super Bowl has been played in. I do believe the league should just look to, you know, move it to the to Miami full-time. But I'm excited because, you know, as, as great as this football season has been, the Miami Dolphins, they overachieved, you know, two of the very best teams are in this. You got the Kansas City Chiefs and a guy like Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, I do truly believe, is going to go down as one of, if not the greatest skilled quarterback in NFL history. And that's not a knock towards Dan Marino. I think Dan Marino is still a better passer. But what Patrick Mahomes can do in an entirety, you know, he can run the football, you know, some of the throws he can make, you know, the way he manipulates the pocket, the arm strength. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is a very special player, and there's not going to be very many Patrick Mahomes in our lifetime in the history of the NFL. But again, you got the robot Chad Henney, you got Matt Moore, you got Andy Reid, who again, we can sit here and praise Patrick Mahomes, we can praise Kyle Shannon, we can praise whoever you want in this game. Andy Reid, I mean, I grew up in central Pennsylvania, I still live in central Pennsylvania. He is one of the greatest coaches that we will see. And yes, there's Don Shula, there's Bill Belichick, there's some other guys up there. But Andy Reid deserves a ring more than most people do. And I, I mean, I cannot wait, and I hope that the Kansas City Chiefs find a way to win this game. I'm going to go with my prediction. It's going to be 31-27 Chiefs. 
Again, I would love to see Andy Reid get that ring. Love to see Patrick Mahomes get that ring. But ultimately, I just want to see a very good football game. I do think, you know, it's hard to sit here and say, but at some point, I do think the Miami Dolphins are going to be in a Super Bowl. I do think it's going to be in our lifetime. And I do think it's going to be the most glorious thing in the entire freaking world. And I don't know how you guys feel, but if the Miami Dolphins are ever in a Super Bowl, if they ever even win it, the AFC East again, I'm going to buy every damn item of merchandise you can buy. If they ever win the AFC Championship game, I'm going to buy every damn merchandise you can buy. Hats, t-shirts, DVDs, whatever it is. And then if they get to the Super Bowl, you bet your ass I'm going to buy a jersey, a hat, the DVDs, whatever it is. It's going to be the most glorious time of our entire lives. And I just hope that someday soon, Miami Dolphin fans, you know, we're competitive in the playoffs. You know, and that's the biggest thing. You can build this team. You know, you saw them go out there and win five games with a pretty shitty roster, with an AAF, an XFL roster, as people joke. The Dolphins, Brian Flores, the coaching staff. And yes, there's been a lot of overture there. We will talk about that this offseason. But they got five wins out of this team. They did pretty freaking good with a roster that many people thought were going 0-16. So why can they not take the next step next year? You know, win seven or eight games. Tuatunga Vailoa is on IR. You know, you bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick again. You, you build things up around him. In 2021, why can't they compete for the division? Tom Brady's not going to be there anymore, you know. If Tom Brady even goes back to New England, he's not going to be there in two or three years. You know, that reign is ending. The Buffalo Bills are who we have to worry about. Good defense, quarterback who's probably a running back. All jokes aside, I'd like you, Josh Allen. But they're, the Dolphins can beat them. The Dolphins can absolutely beat the Jets, especially if Adam Gase is there. So at some point in our lifetime, we are going to get back to that early 2000s, you know, late 1990s where the Miami Dolphins were competing consistently competitive, winning games, and they had one of the NFL's truly elite quarterbacks. And I'm just going to leave it at this. The Dolphins should draft Tuatonga Vailoa. Eat me up in the – absolutely destroy me in the comments section. Do whatever you got to do. I hope this wasn't the worst podcast you ever listened to because I'm going to be honest. It's 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm watching two children on my baby monitor. I'm drinking a glass of wine, and I am just ranting and raving about my favorite football team, Zach Thomas, I pray to God that you make it in on Saturday. The Jason Cole news that I that I mentioned, you know, he, the guy has a Hall of Fame vote. The guy covered the Miami Dolphins. I'm a little concerned that Zach, Zach Thomas doesn't make it in on Saturday, and at that point we will we will handle the situation, and it probably will be very very ugly. The Tom Brady news, you know, I love Tony Pauline, I love Pro Football Network, but I'm not going to put too much stock into that. I'm going to wait and I'm going to sit back and wait and see because if Ryan Fitzpatrick says he wants to play this season, you let Ryan Fitzpatrick come back because what that team did, what that young team did, and how they rallied around him, you know, I like Josh Rosen. Huge Rosen guy. I don't know what his future is in Miami, but what that team did, you know, they looked pretty awful the first few weeks of the season. And when Ryan Fitzpatrick came back in against the Washington Redskins late, that team rallied around him, and you know that is that says a lot. And I know Ryan Fitzpatrick has been known for having those good year, the good seasons, the bad seasons. You know, sure he's probably going to implode, but at that point, you know, then that's when you cross that bridge, and maybe you bring in a Josh Rosen if two is on IR. I mean, there's a lot to figure out, but I think if Ryan Fitzpatrick wants to come back to the Miami Dolphins, Tom Brady aside, you do not pay him twenty plus million dollars to come to Miami and be a worse. Then Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's already under contract. And then there's a Super Bowl prediction. And again, all I care about is that this is a very, very competitive game. And that hopefully Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes end up finding a way to win this game. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Finsider Radio. I am your host, Josh Houts. Again, follow me on Twitter at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. If you have any questions, leave it in the comments section. DM me. 
find a way to reach out to me because I have no issue talking football with any of you guys. I love you guys. Make sure you tell your family, your friends, those around you, how much they mean to you because if anything that this past weekend taught us is that life can end just like that and you don't want to have any grudges. You don't want to go to sleep being upset with those people the closest to you. So make sure you reach out. Make sure you you love your mother, love your father, you know, love your children. Just be kind to one another because you just don't know when that moment can be taken right before your very eyes. Again, for this episode of Finsider Radio, I'm your host, Josh Houts. You can follow me on Twitter at Houts, H-O-U-T-Z. We'll talk to you next time. That was Finsider Radio, part of the Finsider.com and the SB Nation Network. Miami has the Dolphins, the greatest football team. We take the ball from goal to goal like no one's ever seen. We're in the air, we're on the ground, we're always in control. And when you say Miami, you're talking Super Bowl, because we're the Miami Dolphins. Oh,